Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Two Girls, One Mic podcast. This week we have a special guest with us. No, and we good. got Kyle Grant, who's a personal trainer at Next Level Sport and Fitness in La Habra. Thank you so much for being on here, Kyle. Seriously, we appreciate Thank you, guys. you coming. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for the Michis. Yeah, you're welcome. We asked him what his uh, drink of choice was. Yeah. He said Modelo. <laughs> and then we were like, why not Michis? <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, Kyle, how's your mental health this week? My mental health your this mental week? Health. Yeah, that's something this... we definitely like to ask our guests. This week was rough, man. Um... As a personal trainer, uh, well, just first thing is like this whole week, a lot of people came in and it's like, my job is to bring energy to yes. your, your therapist, your friend, yeah. um, your coach. And I feel like, I don't know if it was Friday the 13th or the full moon or whatever it was, but like everybody came in with like either beat down or mm-hmm. tired um, it's not the easiest thing in the world for people to come and show up and work out. Yeah. And I'm going to push them and I'm going to ask them to do things that are fairly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a little pushback. But I, I think on Tuesday, I think I had nine clients plus a class and I felt like everybody's energy was just zapped and it wow. zaps you. Yeah. And I got off work on Thursday. I told Danielle, my fiance, I was like, baby, I got to get some, I got to get a drink. We need to go get a fucking beer and, Stress and, and, and take, the, away. take the edge off because it just, um, it can zap you, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, if you're busy, drain. exactly. You take on a lot of people's emotional energy when you're draining them physically mm-hmm. or just, so it's just, this week was like a trying week. Wow. Yeah, it was a trying, and not all weeks are like that. Some weeks obviously are great, but of this course. week especially was like. Something was in the air. Something, yeah. man. Yeah. Everybody just kind of like, I come in and be coaching, talking to people and they're just like a blank stare. Like, <laughs> Out of it. <laughs> Not mentally there. And that's and that's like the ebb and flow of things and then um it it wears on you. It's exhausting, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's tiring. That's true. What about you, Karina? How's your mental health? I was actually pretty good this week. Yeah. I was surprised, yeah. Honestly, um work's been a little bit stressful, but it wasn't so bad. So we had a staff meeting today, so yeah. Chilling. Yeah, I was chilling, literally. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What about you? Good. I'm training a new girl, so it was super easy. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> the best day. I guess get to sit there and be bossy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell people what to so do. I loved it. The best. <laughs> While I'm on my phone, I'm like, please don't ever be on your phone. Okay. And then yeah. <laughs> I'm all texting Snapchat- behind her. I thought you Snapchat. Oh, I love training. <laughs> I did Snapchat it. That's funny. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. But, Kyle, to get into our topic this week, which okay. is, of course, your personal trainer. Yep. So, our topic is going to be on fitness and kind of your take on it, as well as a little bit of nutrition. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the number one question you get asked is, how long have you been a trainer? I've been a trainer for, uh, in, on January 1st, it'll be 12 years. So oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm 33. I started this when I was like roughly like right after I turned like my my 20s. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be 12 years. It's been a long time. You started becoming a, tra- a personal trainer in your 20s. Yeah, I literally was like I was about to be 21, mm-hmm. I believe, or I was I had just turned 21. Um, I was like selling cars at CarMax and like selling phones at Verizon, and I, I hated my my I jobs and I didn't like those jobs I, what really appealed to me about personal training was like helping people obviously that's like the, the, the but i also like the idea of like if i get this thing going i can manage my own schedule that's i can like true, yeah. control my life i don't like anyone i can't i don't i'm not well managed i can't it's hard for, for me to take to and be managed mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's hard to do a nine to five yeah, and I like is, yeah. if i want to go up and get and go do something then personal training gives me that freedom so but it's 12 years in january 
That's nice. so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. Wow, you've been doing this. You've been in the game for a long time. This is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. People ask me, they're like, hey, what what other jobs do you have? Like, as if, like, this, like my job's, like, some form of, like, like, like a joke. Like, it's like, like a hobby or something like yeah. that. This is all I do. Like, do you like, know how that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. So. That's so cool. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. And when you decided to be a uh, personal trainer full-time, how... Was, was it scary, like, especially, like, the financial aspect of it be- with this expensive economy we live in? Was that, like, very scary to you in the beginning? At the time, when I started training, the economy was doing great. It was 2006. Mm. Yeah, it was 2006, and everything was going good, and it wasn't scary because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was tw- That's true. I was 20 yeah. years old. I was making bank at CarMax, like, selling cars and selling cell phones because everybody needs those things. Yeah. Um, and when I became a trainer, it wasn't that scary. It was more so fun and exciting you That's know, awesome. and it really kind of just fell. Especially and, when you're young, yeah, yeah. In That's your a good early twenties, yeah, something new, yeah, so exciting. Yeah, it was it was super cool, but, but I wouldn't say scary because like even when I was training people, I was making like. It's not going to sound like a lot of money, but I was making like 16 bucks an hour. And in 2006, I was like, oh, dude. That's actually like, good. That was, that yeah. It was like $10 more than minimum wage. Yeah. And it was better than, I used to lift boxes in a factory or like a warehouse. And mm-hmm. it was better than that. So, oh, Especially yeah. like on your body, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in the gym and there's cute girls. And <laughs> yeah. I get to wear like sweatpants all day. So. <laughs> the life. Yeah. For so a, a male 20-year-old. Yeah. yeah it, it was. It was. I wish I was single at the time. But, yeah. Yeah. What inspired you to become a personal trainer? You know what? I fell into personal training kind of um, at a time I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Obviously, I was doing selling cars and I was doing the cell phone thing. Um, I was partying a lot. I was doing. Oh, yeah, I, was, I was doing a lot of drugs. I was I uh, was living on my own at 19, and then I got really heavily into doing drugs, cocaine, and then. Oh wow. Um, I had to move back home because I was like not going to play college football and I'm not going to s- do this anymore. Um, and then I, uh, I just decided to get a job at the gym and I became a front desk person because I'm at the gym already all the time. Oh, okay. So you were consistently going already. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, I wanted the free membership and to just chill, like a chill job. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was kind of how I got into it crazy this is the story how i got into i was actually a front desk person and there was an older lady at the front desk and she was waiting for her trainer and we're just kind of shooting the shit you know that's what i do with people i'm good with people yeah um yeah you definitely need to be good you have to be (laughs) and and we were shooting the shit and she was waiting for her trainer her trainer had no showed her that day wow trainers have done that it happens wow they don't like call or text or that's a that's a really it's kind of rude. Yeah. Because, like, ha- you physically need to be there. It's it like happens. Job. But you'd be, like su- you'd be surprised what people are willing to kind of put up with. You know what I mean? Because they don't know any better. They just kind of give people the benefit of the doubt. This was an older lady, someone who was a retiree. She was probably in her 70s. I don't remember her name. But um, we were just kind of talking, and she's like, hey, you know what? I don't know. The, the trainer's name was Miguel. She goes, I don't know if my trainer Miguel is going to be here today. She goes, are you a trainer? Because I would I would train with you mm-hmm. if if you were a trainer. I said, oh no, I, I'm just a front desk guy. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, if you ever become a trainer, I, I would train with you. Oh no! Wow. Wait, so has she been watching you? No, no. <laughs> I like, think what she's like, she I think the fact because a lot of life is how you build relationships, mm-hmm. and the fact that I was just shooting Talking, shit with her, having a regular normal conversation every right. like, and I was a, she was comfortable with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, no, I'm not a trainer, but, you know, I'm sorry about your trainer not being here. And yeah. you can you can look at people's fitness agreements, like how much 
they are paying yeah. for their training. Oh. And so when I looked up her membership on our computer system, she had paid twelve hundred dollars for like twenty four sessions. Uh-huh. And oh my I'm like, gosh! And for the no show, right? Right, right. For the trainer oh not to show yeah. up, I would have been like. <laughs> and so I was like, if if this is what can happen, if I can get paid twelve hundred dollars to train like a seventy year old lady and like at, and actually show get, up, get her in shape and create a good relationship with people, and like, hey, we have, I got a friend for life, I got a client for life, I'll make you money. She'll tell her friends, and it's something you love already. I yeah. literally turned around and I started watching the floor. I looked at all the trainers training. And I saw some people being lazy, obviously. And then I saw some really good trainers. We had trainers that were phenomenal trainers. People yeah. you kind of want to, um, you know, blueprint yourself after. Yeah. And I thought, shit, I could do this. Like, I could do this. Mm-hmm. So I went over to my fitness manager. His name was Brandon. I said, Brandon, what do I have to do to become a trainer? And he looked at me up and down. He said, we'll get your certification by Monday. Oh, oh my God. And I was like, okay. And then I just started training people. Oh, that's wow. so cool. Yeah. And I was... In, I was uh, and I was so good you didn't at need it. like yeah. any schooling. Well, I mean, I got certified. So twenty four hour fitness would pay for. That my was actually certi- my next question. Was do you have any certifications? So, so twenty four hour fitness at the time, they still do this. They'll pay for your certification if they think you're going to give them a return on their investment. Oh wow, that's cool. Certifications can be anywhere from hundred bucks to seven hundred bucks, twelve hundred bucks, depending you know on wow, their accreditation. Um, but yeah, as far as my certification goes, I went through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. I got a basic cert. I got a corrective exercise cert. Which is basically people uh, like get, get injured. Mm-hmm. I got a performance enhancement with athletes. Um, you guys have seen the TRX. Yes, yes. I'm TRX certified, and then I got. I didn't what, know you had to be certified to do that. You can. That's a specialty cert. Oh, okay. Um, I got a USA weightlifting certification three years ago, which I really don't use that much because I don't really weightlift anymore, like Olympic lifting, like snatching mm-hmm. and cleaning. Mm-hmm. And then I got certified through some other companies as well too, just to to do it. Yeah. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. And so, that's kind of how I became a trainer. That's awesome. Yeah. What is your training philosophy? My training philosophy is, oh, man, that's, you know what, man? I want people to be good movers. I want people to... Mobility. Yeah, I want people to, to, to learn and then also retain. I think about it this way. Like, the clients that I really feel that are the most successful clients are not the ones that go through these huge transformations. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes these people go through huge transformations and then they fall back. That's exactly what happened to me. The the (laughs) thing that I really like to see with people is, like, if I can... Like, let's take kids, for example. Like, I've trained kids who are now adults who have kids. Um, If I see them in the gym doing exercises that I taught them in 2008 and it's 2019... This is the idea. That's awesome. That's the idea. That's retained information. Yeah, retained yeah. information. This is something that no one can take away from them. Consistency. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're still the doing it. Down, mm-hmm. And they're still doing it. And and really to simplify fitness because fitness is is a is is an industry where it's um, a lot of things are sold on fear and confusion mm-hmm. and trends and trends yeah. and, and things of that nature. So, but that's not the case. It's really just getting things down to simplify, like simplifying things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah. So, what is something that you've noticed most people neglect when it comes to working out? They try to go too hard, too fast. Too hard, too fast. They they worry about intensity, like working really hard. Mm-hmm. Instead of working really smart and like really getting good, it's going to sound like I'm kind of repeating myself, but getting good at really basic stuff and enjoying the process. I think people are, 
they're attracted to things that like all that glitters is gold. Mm -hmm. Like if this looks really hard and I can do these box jumps and do all these crazy exercises, it's like, and then they see the people doing those things and they're all fit. And they then think, they think that's which what is, I'm going to get, which is dope, which is yeah. dope. But what are you doing foundationally? That's going to actually, because how you're going to change your physique is by literally by, by building muscle, by hypertrophy. You have to take time. And, and what I mean by time, it's going to take a lot of time to build muscle. Yes. And a lot of times people will go into exercise programs and it's really based on just hammering them into the ground. And it's not necessarily the best way to go about actually getting to their goals. Mm -hmm. And people aren't patient. That's a problem. If people aren't patient, people want to... Uh, quick they, results. They want it quick, man. Yeah. And that, that, that's not the reality of the world. Unless you're willing to do some drugs and and, <laughs> and, and, and like go to some crazy extreme. But that's not the reality of, of how it really is going to work. Probably not healthy. They don't want that, Kardashian. They want yeah. that Kardashian way out. Yeah, right? <laughs> Which is cool. Well, you got the dope. Hey, if you got I the mean, dope. Yeah, you the money, you can complain. That's true. <laughs> so how do you assess new clients? Looking at movement, you got to take a look at squat, lunge. Can you support your body weight? Can you put your hands overhead unrestricted? Do you have rotation in your shoulders? It's really putting people through movement screens. So basically, the body moves in many directions. Mm -hmm. You know, you can vertically press, you can horizontally row. Um, I look at all those things and then take into account their their history of athletics what do they think fitness is mm -hmm. and then sometimes what they think fitness is may have caused some muscular imbalance in their body like sometimes i'll get men and it, let's say like a lot of men focus on the bench press yeah and they bend and that's cool that's so cool Powerlifting is fine i bench press lots of bench pressing is a good exercise um, but sometimes they might have put in too much time into bench pressing and you see guys that have like the gorilla shoulders. Then they neglect their yeah. chicken legs. <laughs> and they just, what they've done is they've caused so much internal rotation in the shoulders. Like, well, we probably shouldn't be benching that much anymore. We have to work on things that are going to work on your posterior chain or your back. Balance, yeah. Balance, you know, and that's like, um, that's how I assess people. Like, where have you been? Where do you want to go? Do you sit on your ass? Do you stand? Are you a plumber? Are you... Are you a typewriter? Are you a typist? Are you yeah. a, a clerical person? Yeah. Um, so it all depends on the person it, and their job. It's very different from person to person, but what I'm finding is that everybody has similar jobs now. A lot of us sit. Sit. Yep. And a lot of us stare at a computer all day. Yeah. 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 It's literally probably like 70% of the population have a lot of common, I would say, like uh, misalignment problems or. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I know you mentioned the lady, how she asked about if you were to become a personal trainer, did you ever get her to become your client? No. You didn't. I don't think I ever, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> she you don't remember? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't remember what happened like, to her. I remember she was like a little old lady with wrinkly, uh. she had wrinkly knuckles and rings and I don't like want to say the obvious, but hopefully that didn't happen. <laughs> I, no, no, she never did. No. Uh, okay. So how did you land your first client? <laughs> My very first client was a man named Paul Patel. And he was handed to me by the gym. Oh, wow. when you're a brand new trainer... They'll feed That's you awesome. clients. That's you remember his, his whole name. Oh, yeah. I remember lots of my... Yeah, I have lists of thousands of people. Memory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he, he continued with me for a long time. Oh, nice. Okay. He, um, he actually owns a Hallmark store in La Habra by Kohl's. Anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's his store. Oh, a beach? Beach in Imperial. Yeah. That's his store. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he, his, his thing was flexibility, and he just wanted to, he was a really thin guy, and he wanted to put on some muscle, and when he decided to sign up with me, it was for 
you know, I, I was like, holy shit, someone's actually going to trim me. Yeah. Like, I, was, well, I was like nervous to like Some take his credit card. Me. I was like, uh, <laughs> like, I gotta get my manager. I don't even know what to do. You're like, am I doing this right? Yeah. You're you like, know? do this. This all goes to me, right? <laughs> no, it did not. Not yeah, with 24-hour fitness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got like 10% probably. Huh? 24-hour fitness takes literally like 50%. That's terrible. If you, if you, if you sell like a thousand dollars of training at that time, you're getting like 500 bucks. Wow. Which is gnarly. Yeah. So, like your clients that you have, how do you keep them constantly motivated and engaged? Keeping people constantly motivated and engaged, people have to want to come see you. Yeah. You can't. Uh, they have to be excited to go. Yeah, there. you got to be positive. You have to be optimistic. I, yeah, you have to be. I, I've always believed that encouragement is the best form of motivation. Oh yes. I, I hear trainers, and I could be walking by somebody, and I hear like this, like you don't do five more, you're gonna give me five more. Oh. Which makes no sense. Yeah. Like if you can't push out a rep, then guess what? You're gonna figure out, figure it out. Yeah. Oh, and that's like, rep in. yeah, yeah. It, like that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? And it's, um, I think it's also challenging them, understanding where they're at in their fitness level, and challenging them appropriately. Yes. Appropriate. Appropriately challenging them. When not, they're still comfortable, but they're pushing themselves. Yeah. And yeah. then also just making sure people want to be. People want to do things right. Mm-hmm. So if something's wrong, fix it. Like mm-hmm. I see Correct too many, them. I see too many trainers like they let their clients just move like all shitty. I'm sure we've all seen it, and they're just like I see you in the gym watching. You know, okay. yeah. you know what I see a lot is famous people, like their trainers. You see famous people like no, live, not live, no, <laughs> like on Snapchat or Instagram or something. And the, you know how they kind of record themselves doing or working, their working out, but, yeah. you know, because they whatever. don't do surgeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> And they'll Don't show. you talk about my J Lo? Hands down to J Lo. I mean, her body. She, she can side hear us. Note. She can hear us. Yeah, right yeah, now. Side note, just wow. Yeah, wow. Literally, that body though. But anyways, yeah. So I'll see videos of them doing a regular squat. It'll just be a normal squat, yeah. and their knees are like over oh, their yeah. toes. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's like, garbage. You, I'm pretty sure. That personal trainer getting banked sure. from that, and he's like, "Sure, fuck he's up like, your yeah, knee." <laughs> <No>. Right. <laughs> oh but, my god, that's so true. Yeah, but yes, how do you handle uh, challenging clients and like unmotivated ones? I just, I don't want to say I confront it, but I got to figure out what's going on. Every day it starts the same. How are you feeling? What's going on? Yeah. Where's your head? Where's your energy? Yeah. Where's by your headspace? By caring. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Like the corny is saying, ever. And it really makes a difference. That's very true. Yeah. Well, yeah. People, people all want to be loved and cared for. So if you genuinely love and, and are genuinely concerned, yeah. Like if my clients look like their head is in like outer space one day, or they look like they're overly stressed out, ask them. Because yeah. no one's probably asked them. That's, I, yeah, that's so true. I spend more time with some clients than I do with my own family members. So it's like I have the right. Because they like your coworkers. Yeah. yeah. They're like family some clients. Some yeah. of my clients have told me shit that they don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like a therapist uh, to them. Yeah. Like a hairstylist. Like yeah. hairstylist. Yeah. It really. it's, it's, <laughs> in, in some instances, it can become a rent-a-friend, mm-hmm. which I don't like because then it dimin- diminishes the training mm-hmm. because it's like they just come to see you to like hang. To talk. Then the results become second yeah 
which cool. I, you're paying me; it's cool. But uh, I think also what I'm really good at is like I can do that while still getting a good workout and still motivating them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know how to actually stay on track. Caring for people, man. Yeah. That's really it. Building that relationship. Yeah. And it's not hard to do that. No, <laughs> it is not. But some people are like, oh, they didn't want to work out. Fuck them. Oh, they were fucking lazy. And then guess what? That trainer. All of a sudden, they don't have any more clients. Yeah, because you didn't really care. Yeah, and you it know, shows. People can feel that. Yeah, definitely. Have you ever gotten like anybody just kind of gave up and was like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had people. I've had a client that I had to stop tra- stop training in the middle of a session. Really? One. Oh my goodness. This what is happened? one. She didn't want to do the exercises that I was asking. She was a. a Spoiled, Negative Nancy. A spoiled, mm. rotten person. She's just like her mom and dad have a plum card and it's got a hundred K on it and you can do whatever you oh want. Oh my God. And she would pay me like, I was younger and it was like, okay, I'm going to pay you three grand for, and you're going to train me for the next five or six months. But I also got to put up with your, like this spoiled brat of a person. Yeah. And it was like, I asked her to do exercises. No, I'm not going to do this. Oh, and no. I was a kid. I was 22. So I didn't, well, I was also a young man and being myself like. One day I just said, you know what? You're going to have to find somebody else to train you. And literally in the middle of the session. Good. Good and for then, you. Um, that was it. Because a lot of people will just shut up and just be like, well, whatever. Do whatever you want then. That's a one. That's money. I'm not going to let someone walk on me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, what's the so point good. of you coming if you're paying? Yeah. Or not that you, attitude. but your parents are yeah. paying yeah. all this money. Like, you're just, it's Just go walk on the treadmill on your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My gosh. For sure. But going into, uh, you know, for someone that's looking to drop weight quick, but in the healthiest way possible, how do you suggest they would go about it? Because I know that's two, like, bugaboos. Dropping weight quick, but also, you know, healthy. So the answer is going to be yeah. a bugaboo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Start earlier. Yeah. Start earlier. Start earlier. If you got a wedding coming up and it's 30 days away, you should have started. A year ago. Six months ago. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever Whatever that that is. Um, yeah. But to drop... Okay. I, I won't support the idea. Mm-hmm. I'll shoot it down. Of course, yeah. Because um, I will be honest. Like, if you're going to drop weight quick, and if you've crash dieted many, many times, you're going to lose muscle and crush your metabolism. You're going to crush your body's ability to burn calories. Mm-hmm. And you'll see this quick 20 pounds in, let's say, 40 days or whatever, yeah. which is... A lot. Some people can lose 20 pounds in two weeks or, or whatever it may challenges. be. Or, oh my uh, which I'm not a huge fan of. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, because it really just crushes people's metabolic rate. It just forces them to lose weight and muscle. And then um, there's always a horrific rebound because that amount of stress, your body wants to go back to where it was. And That's then the why. second you stop, you double that weight that you yeah. lost. Your yeah. body... Your exercise is a stress, and a lot of times, like with those challenges, people are creating so much stress for a forty-five day period. It's a long time to be dieting hard mm-hmm. and exercising your fucking dick off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it. it um, I don't like partaking in them all that much. I, they're usually money ploys for gyms to make money and and build energy and and, and build some morale. momentum and morale, yeah. which is great, and I get that. Um, but the the, the truth of it is, the science of it is, is that no one's really truly getting healthier. Mm-hmm. Some people may be if it's their first time going at it. But if you're constantly, the, there's a direct correlation with people who crash diet and overexercise. Let's say someone loses pounds. Mrs. Jones loses 30 pounds, but she did it by the wrong way. Crash dieted, she just ate lettuce and fucking chicken, and she went to some Orange Theory and 
busted her ass, got her ass just beat every day. She loses all this muscle. Within three years time, this is one to three years time, she is guaranteed there's a 95% failure rate that she'll gain that weight back plus 10% because she's crushed her metabolic rate because she just did too much aerobic exercise, too much high intensity shit and didn't really focus on building any muscle. Yeah. And that's where you see, I don't want, I don't want to pick on anybody, but you find these middle-aged women who are in their forties, mid thirties, fifties, 55 that have a horrendous time trying to lose body fat because they've just burned all their muscle Mm -hmm. it's hard for your body to to metabolize fat when you don't have any muscle Mm -hmm. yeah because they just did a hundred air squats and a hundred box jumps and they just ran a mile and now they're doing burpees and and only ate chicken salads yeah and they just they just malnourished themselves they like were eating literally calories that like a six-year-old should be eating yeah you know and it's uh and it's like a travesty and it and it happens everywhere, and that's how gyms make money, and, and, it, and it's the truth of it. it is, but it's like, uh, you got to find yourself a good coach, you know, or, yeah, or, or not, not be in a rush. A good mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about any tips for someone that wants to get back into shape but doesn't know where to start? Damn. Uh, the internet? <laughs> Google? Yeah, the internet, like, yeah, YouTube. Like, yeah, like, get, get, like, we spend so much time on our phones. Oh, yeah. A simple click away. Yeah. How do I do the, this? The problem with, the problem with that is it may, it may be an Instagram model. It might be something like a celebrity workout or um, I, I think really do, do your research, yeah. do your due diligence. You know, like there's a lot of trainers out there and do your research. Yeah. If definitely. someone looks like they have a good following and, and they, they look like they have a positive energy, you're going to have to, just like a job interview, you're going to have to interview some people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't hire the first person or if it feels right, give it a shot. You might have to invest some money. In, or, or I've seen the, some of the most successful people just have a thirst for learning. Yeah. They're just, they usually hit a rock bottom moment and those are usually people that find the most success. It's just like, I'm just going to fucking figure this out. They're mm-hmm. sick of like the, yeah. the same thing happening over, over and over again. So they like look for another outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What are um, some key steps uh, should someone who is on a fitness journey do every day to kind of stay on track? Like, what are some steps that they should constantly keep in their day-to-day? Um, damn, that's a great question because there's so many different things. I like think, if you can name, like, top three. I think that you should pretend that you're a fit person. Yeah. I think you should just... Everything starts in your mind. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't believe you can do something, then it's not going to happen. I think you need to really believe that you can make it happen. Yeah. And then, okay, well, when a, a fit person does what? Well, fuck, fuck. They probably wake up early. Definitely. A fit person probably does what? Probably drink more water. Okay. A fit person probably gets outside more. A fit person probably eats more whole foods, more veggies. A fit person probably lifts weights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Don't fake it till you make it. Really live it. Yeah. Like really, like 100% live it. And then it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like that's really, that's really it. Like you really have to, I think empathy is a big part of success. So you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like what what does Kyle do all the time? Or or what does like my favorite bodybuilder do? Or what does my favorite fitness person do? Yeah. And then do it. Like literally, I I became a great trainer by watching great trainers. Yes. I would go... This is like, I would find all the best trainers and there was a trainer, um, the very first gym I worked at and he had all these books 
in his workout bag. Books. Like, workout really? bands and shit. I was just going to ask. Workout bands and shit. <laughs> workout stuff. But he had, like, three or four books. Always buying new books. He would be out on the floor, and I wouldn't have clients that was brand new. Mm-hmm. And I'd be, like, snooping through his fucking thing. <laughs> like, looking at what books he's reading. I was going to ask you, have you read the book The Secret? No. Okay, because when No one probably knows about it. Uh, no secret. one probably does. No, that's it's not what I thought. I don't know. No, I think I'm he was trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. I, know. I was trying. Yeah, no, I, I got it. Oh, I'm sorry, I said he was trying to be funny. Trying. <laughs> trying to be funny. <laughs> Thanks. She's Christina. He's so trying like, to be funny. Sometimes I just say things and then I'm like, wow, dude, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> <right. laughs> oh, no. But <laughs> So in the secret, uh, do you know what the law of attraction is? You believe it in your head, it comes to you. And so that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying, you know, you have to believe it in order for it to come true. And that's honestly like 99.9% of the time. Like you have to believe it in yourself. Like it doesn't matter if someone else believes in you or if, you know, like you have to believe it yourself in order for it to happen. No. Yes. To manifest. Yeah. For it to manifest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Reality. Got into that book. It's a good book. You <laughs> yeah. should. I'll check it out. It's a yeah. good book. It's really It's called good. The Secret. Okay. I think there's a movie too. Yeah, there is a movie. Really? I'll yeah. check it out. All right. That's a really good Noted. Book. Yeah. But on uh, working out too, how often do you think someone should rest? Like the ratio rest to working out. I think it's like... I think someone should rest like three days a week. I agree. I think, uh... Like, Dylan, did you hear that? No, I'm just nah, kidding. No. <laughs> I, I think He's people, I think people should... Because uh, um, your body's ability to recover... Recovery is like like what we talked about. Exercise, you're damaging tissue, you're causing inflammation, you're causing stress... Your kids are shitting on the carpet. Your 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 work. Your, Why your, did you do that to me? <laughs> your work is making you stay late. Yeah. You're not sleeping enough. You're staring at a computer. God, God only knows long. if you're eating well enough to recover. True. And then I see a you're lot of cats. I see a lot of cats like work out five six days a week, or they'll do like these huge, like tough, difficult workouts. And youth is wasted on the young. Like usually they're younger guys so or people that like are like. Eventually, bro. You're going to get tendonitis or eventually, bro, like you're going to not be able to perform at this rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've found more success and more growth just speaking for myself when I took more days off. The intensity was good. The, all the stress you create one day, if you go fucking balls to the wall on a Monday, it's going to take you till Thursday to feel better. Right. Yeah, so Tuesday so and Wednesday better be real light mm-hmm. because agree. you're, yeah. you're not on drugs. You're, I mean, all the people that we oh. take a look at, <laughs> all the people that we take a look at, these Instagram models, these fitness people, they're all taking drugs. They're all taking something. some type of clenbuterol. They're taking anivar. They're taking a growth hormone, a testosterone, a steroid. And their body is literally healing like Wolverine, like at a superhuman rate. And that's not the reality for normal people that aren't taking drugs. It just I mean, isn't. Honestly, I didn't even, I didn't know that that is a thing. Oh, I, you I'm take, not surprised. No, I'm not surprised at all. But yeah. I didn't know that you could take like medicine to like rapidly heal. That's the idea. That's oh. the whole idea of taking some form of performance like enhancing drug yeah. is yeah. that it makes you a superhuman healer. So if I bust my ass today, if I deadlift 300 pounds for 100 reps or whatever, I come back the next day and I feel no residual soreness. I can do this again. Wow. I've had friends do steroids that could dumbbell press 60 pounds, like per hand, 
and then three weeks later are doing like 110. Oh my goodness. And then my my buddy fractured his wrist because his muscular system was growing too fast for his bones to handle the load. Oh wow. Yeah, wild. Wild. That's crazy. And he was young. At that time we were 20, I was, he was 21, I was 23 or whatever. And that's such a young age to do that. That really is. Well, this is the the age we live in. Yeah. Yeah. We live in the social media age where your your likes and image matters. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's revenue now. Yeah. It's revenue. It's yeah. crazy. It really is. Um, so I know uh, you said maybe three days out of the week for rest. Sure. Would you suggest any type of, like, exercise? Go like for a walk. A walk. Go jump in the pool, tread water, you know. Go a to little a movement. Yeah, move. It doesn't mean you stay still. Mm-hmm. My, my rest day, so those three days I take off. Like, I just did a post about this on my Instagram today. Um, I walk my dog for, like, like for a long walk. On my on my rest day, it's like 40, 45 minutes. Like oh, walking, it, walk. walking is a fucking powerful tool, especially walking outside and getting sun. Mm-hmm. Not on a treadmill where there's halogen lights or there's uh, LED lights. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, get outside. <laughs> like get outside. It literally is good for you hormonally. It's good for your mood. It is good for you to get outside and get sun. Believe it or not, um, that's my rest day. Like I'll go find a hill and I'll walk it. Mm-hmm. Not a sprint. Not yeah. a jog. I will walk it at a brisk pace. And yeah. like I'll get a little, you know, a little shimmer, a little like. Like sweat going. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll if it's a nice day, I'll go to the pool, I'll jump in the pool, and I will tread water, like literally just tread water for 15 minutes, and I lay in the sun for 15 minutes. I go inside. That's, That's awesome. it. Just to get your blood moving. Move I actually it. just started doing that too with my son, who's That's four. That's awesome. He, on my rest days, normally Sundays are my rest days, but I'll recently I started going to Hillcrest and taking them, yep. just walking up the stairs. Oh. Just getting some type of exercise. Just like just accruing steps, and moving, <laughs> light, like lightly jogging. Like I'll take my dog to park, and like my dog, I, I train him to run beside me. I'll run around like one time, walk, mm-hmm. jog, walk. Like it's literally like getting my heart rate up by like thirty beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not. It. That's how you recover. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I've changed my physique by not working so hard. Yeah, yeah work you know? smarter, not harder. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So how long after can someone start to see results that they're consistently working towards their goal? Or do you think that just I could say I could say like seven days. I could say quick. Oh, nice. Yeah, absolutely. If people start, let's just say they improve the quality of their food. They start tracking, you know, their caloric intake. They start moving more. People see results quick, man. Yeah. People see results very quick. People can see... I've had... I just had... I just trained a girl. She has like all these neck... Like cervical neck problems... And she said she was feeling great after the workout we had last Tuesday. What's today? Friday. And it's like, we worked out one time. And she's got numbness and tingling in her arm, all this different stuff that, that God forbid, ever happens to anybody. But uh, it could be one workout. Mm-hmm. But actual results, I would say probably a week. Oh, nice. See, some people can drop, like, you know, two, three pounds. Some people lose a grip of weight. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the first initial weight's a lot of water. Like, mm-hmm. your fat cells yes. are, yeah, are water, are water soluble. So, mm-hmm. they, it goes pretty quick at the beginning. Yeah. So more on the nutrition side, um, what are your thoughts on the word diet, quote unquote? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's lots of diets. You know, there's Mediterranean, keto is really big, and there's your macro tracking. I, I, I think that diet, the best diet is the one that you can adhere to, that you can continue to do forever. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. The, the one thing, the one that you can do from now until your deathbed, yep. if you continually have to change your diet or fall on and off the wagon it's not foolproof it's not Mm -hmm. a good plan Mm -hmm. um i'm not 
Uh, that, that's my take on that. Because yeah. I, I have a, my, my brother-in-law loves keto. That works for him. It works mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and that yeah. works. I'm not going to be here to bash on anybody's exercise program or, or, or fitness yeah. routine. Do I think some things maybe may work better for others than, than other some people? It's not sure. a one size fits all. No, it's yeah. totally not. A lot of people are looking for black and white. Yeah, yeah. A lot and it's of, so frustrating when people look at it that way. It's not always. It's like not every person is built the same way. Mm-hmm. Just because something like I, a lot of people sometimes come a little bit for me because I'm on keto, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, it works for me personally. If it doesn't work for you, that's awesome. Doesn't mean anything negative. Sure. You just try something yourself. Mm-hmm. Do the research, like you right. said before. You do do what trial and error. What's going to work for you personally? You know? a, a lot of um, fitness isn't black or white. It's a lot of gray. Oh yeah. It's really not, and it's whatever you can maintain forever. Exactly. Um, What's just naturally that yeah. you can easily do every day. Every and not, day. Because like, of course I have my cheat days like any other person, but I'm not binge eating like I used to. Like I used to eat six meals a day and then I'd hate it and then I'd binge eat and gain all the weight. Then, oh, I have to go back on my six meals a day and it didn't work for me, yeah. you know? And it's, this is something that I can easily pick, oh, these three things I'm going to eat. It's super easy this day and that's it naturally, Absolutely. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so you know when it comes to weight loss, um, I've always heard that it's generally 80% diet, 20% working out or exercise. Sure. What are your thoughts on that? I think that it's 100% diet. 100% diet. 100%. I put it to, I've told, this is one of my favorite things I tell people, if everybody ate well, there would be no gyms. <laughs> That's so true. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> That's you, very there, true. There would I be, never thought of there it would, there would be no need to create the, invent the treadmill. There would be no need to have this place where we come to move mm-hmm. you know so i think it's 100 percent diet i've seen i i tell people sometimes like um just folk if like people feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. just focus on one thing like start an exercise routine and eat the fucking same yeah. yeah don't change shit about the way you eat yeah, yeah maybe start shopping or cooking more whatever don't do anything drastic by your food or just focus on your food because mm-hmm. if you controlled your calories and you ate well a lot of times people are just stressing themselves out because they start a workout mm-hmm. routine and they're like, okay, now I got to wake up at six. Now I got to start shopping. Now I got to, mm-hmm. all this shit is That's a meal prep every Sunday. adds yeah, extra yeah. time, adds mm-hmm. extra stress. Stress, if, uh, my best advice for anybody is if you got to figure out, if you want to change your physique, how to manage stress. And, and you need to think of everything as stress. Because if your body is in a stressed state, you will not see results. Mm-hmm. You will not see it. If you're underslept. That's so true. If you, like I, I have, I've had clients who are just run thin. They got six, they got 12 hour days. They're not, they're sleeping five and a half, four hours of not good sleep. Managing your stress is the most important part of seeing results. And some people, I hate to say it, um, aren't in the place to manage it. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's fucking it super it hard. It's so hard. Okay. okay, so the next question we have for you is, how would you suggest someone should keep track of their food intake? I think the first thing that someone needs to do to keep track of their food intake is simply log it. It's kind of... I think the first thing that people need to think about when they're getting into any meal plan is, like, quality of food. Um, and that's like, hey, are we growing... Are we eating things that grow from the ground? Like, mm-hmm. whole foods. Yeah. Um, and then also... Logging your food and not changing too much drastically, you know, log everything that goes in, whether it's good or bad. Like I was just having a conversation with a client this weekend 
or this week. And I said, hey, over the weekend, a lot of people choose not to log their food. I said, this is the most important That's time to so do it. True. This is the most important time to do it because people say, oh, fuck, I had some pizza. And yeah. I don't want to put it in there. I don't want to see it. Yeah. No. Yep, yep. You know, that's uh, like, so uh, if, you're, yourself, if your boyfriend yeah. was cheating on you, would you not want to know? <laughs> right? So <laughs> that's, that's basically it, you know, is um, inform yourself. A lot of people have no clue how many calories they're eating. They have no clue fiber, protein, or sugar, or... And I think once you kind of see those things, it's easier for you to say, okay, this is what's been going on. I've been eating Captain Crunch berries. I have, I'm having a good lunch. You know, I'm drinking this soda here and it's upping my sugar. And then you're able to kind of spot what small, subtle changes you need to make in order for your diet to get better. A lot of people overwhelm themselves with like, um, I need to do paleo or I need to clean eating or I need mm-hmm. to do my macros or I need to do keto or vegan when it's really just about finding a healthy balance of quality food. and what fits your lifestyle and what fits your lifestyle. It's yeah. like, um, the diet you're on today is something that you should be able to maintain until forever. Yeah. And if it's something that you're constantly falling off and getting on the train, um, it's probably not foolproof. Yeah. So I, that, that's where I would go with it. Start logging your Making food and see. Making it a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Rather Absolutely. Temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know you mentioned logging your food. Yes. What do you mean by like on paper, your phone, so, everything? <laughs> like. So there's something, there's an app called my fitness pal and it's super popular. It's got probably yeah. over like 30 million downloads. That's got me. That's helped me out so much. Every and, time and you just type in the food. And yeah. So you type in the food. It's going to tell you uh, basically anything they sell on a shelf. Like you go over to Stater brothers or Vons or wherever. Um, you can literally, they actually have a barcode scanner. You can scan the yeah, food. Yeah, that's really cool. That's the cool, calories yeah. will come up, and then it'll automatically log into your profile because everybody needs a specific amount of calories, mm-hmm. protein, carbohydrates, and it's kind of like an allowance. Mm-hmm. Does that app, like, do you have to log in your info? It's a, yeah, it you put of, in, like, your weight, how much weight you want to lose, oh, and okay. then it'll tell you how many calories you should eat within a day to lose weight and like once you're done logging in it says like oh in five weeks you'll weigh blah 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 mm-hmm. so, so if you, you were that. to eat fast food it'll have that too Every- oh yeah oh, it's literally anything okay in the world. not just the barcode yeah and like <laughs> yeah. if you make something at home too i've done like home recipes i've gotten off pinterest i'll log i'll add the um url to the my fitness belt and it imports the recipe Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. Yeah, it's like really advanced. <laughs> uh, so do you create meal plans? No, I don't create meal plans. Uh, one, because that's kind of outside of my, my scope of practice. Like I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm an exercise person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a trainer. I teach mm-hmm. people movement. Yeah. Um, and meal plans are super tedious as well. They take a lot of time. And I've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. This isn't to say I don't do them now. This is in my 12 years. I probably stopped doing meal plans. Um, gosh, maybe two or three years ago. Cause it just, uh, it, it's, it's really tedious. And what I yeah. find what happens to like a lot of times, if I write out, let's say, they say, Kyle, I need seven days. I need to sit down and think about what this person does or doesn't eat. And I have to create a meal plan that, um, they're expected to follow. And it's a good base. But a lot of times what happens is people take that meal plan and they like just shove it somewhere. It like ends up in a drawer and it doesn't really get followed. And that's why I like, I'd much rather have people log their food and just for them to, it's much easier for them to, well, it's actually more effective way for them to learn Mm -hmm. because they actually have to put effort into it instead of someone telling me here's a piece of paper and they're something, they'll follow it for maybe like literally at most 10 
to maybe 10 days to 14 days. And then it's like, oh, I kind of fell off. I couldn't eat the same stuff. I didn't go shopping. I got bored. Something happened. And that's why I think yeah. meal plans are, are, are good for at the very, very basics. But you could also go online and look up a meal plan in two seconds. True, true. So yeah. it's like, if I'm sitting here, you know, and you're going to have to pay me for this hour. I'm at home in my fucking chonies, like, <laughs> with my dog, trying to figure out, she, okay, mustard or ketchup or, you know. Two that, yeah, I'm like sitting here. And then it's like, fuck, if they don't even, what if I have to go through all these questions? of whether they have food allergies it's outside oh, of true. it's outside yeah. of my scope of practice so if I think it's kind of silly for mm-hmm. a trainer someone who teaches exercise science mm-hmm. to say I'm going to teach you food true. not to say I can't teach you that mm-hmm. but it's really not in my scope of practice it's, most trainers you shouldn't right? yeah because I know a lot of people who are, are no well a lot of people who are looking to get a trainer expect that out of a trainer sure. and they don't understand that that's you know, like you said, it's not within your scope. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, and I, I think, and it's okay if trainers do that, but it's also like, you can't just give someone a finite set of calories to eat because it changes for everybody. Yeah. Everybody burns a different amount. Some people, and it's vast, like myself, I could be burning somewhere between 2,300 to 3,300 calories a day. Some people may be burning 1,000 to 1,200, 1,600. Yeah. So you're not sure. You're going to have to see. That's why I think when it people depends log, on the person. depends on the person. Like I want to see them log their food and say, okay, well, shit, you're, you're eating 1,700 calories and then you're going to have to burn this X amount. If I give you a diet plan for 1,200, is this too much or too little? Mm-hmm. Are we dieting too hard? Yeah. Too strict, too fast. Yeah. And that's dieting is a stress on the body. And the, 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 the more we can uh, minimize stress, the faster you're going to see results. Yep. If you're working out super hard, I think we talked about this earlier. If you're working out super, super hard, you're dieting super hard, you're parenting super hard, you're working at work super hard, you're not sleeping, you know, you're, you're maybe you're not getting enough through your meal plans. A lot of fucking stress. It's a lot yeah. of stress. And sometimes that can blunt your results. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's like one thing at a time. Like yeah. I'm just going to focus on my meals. Yeah. Yeah, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. So you did uh, mention recently your brand is Rough to Be Buff. Yes. What or Rough to Be Buff TV? Sure. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you choose that name as your brand? Um, it was a saying I came up with. I, I was at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. It was like two thousand and seven or eight like many, many moons ago. <laughs> and my, I was walking the floor with my buddy. We were re-racking. Like, you know, trainers have to re-rack at yeah. any gym. They you have leave to, them everywhere, yeah. though. So you walk the floor and you're re-racking. And uh, I was with my buddy, Jeff, Jeff Beasley, who is a trainer. He's a, he's actually a child therapist now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, super cool. But anyways, I was like, I walked up to him and I was like, man, it's rough. It's feeling rough. Uh, it's just so damn rough. Uh, and he's like, Kyle, he's like, rough, rough. Rough what? What are you talking about? I said, it's rough being so damn buff. (laughs) And when I think about it, I was probably like 25 pounds smaller than I am now. And probably not as buff as I ever thought or, you know what I mean? How old are you? I'm 33 now. How old were you when you... Probably, I mean, 22, 10 years ago. Sounds like that mindset. (laughs) And so rough to be buff was like something we'd be training like, you know, like 30 feet away from each other. And we'd be like mouthing to each other like, hey fucking rough to be buff. <laughs> and then we just, serious? Yeah, like, rough to be yeah, we kept and we kept saying it and then um I found myself continuing to say it just throughout the years like, "Oh fuck, it's rough being so buff, you know." <laughs> like just in conversation passing with people because it was just funny. I like making yeah. jokes. And then when I decided to name my channel, my YouTube channel, which I put off for many, many years, um I didn't want to put my name on it. I didn't want to be like, "Oh, Kyle Graham." 
yeah, like vlogs. Mm-hmm. I want it to something to be catchy, something funny, something lighthearted. Yeah. You know, my, my, my channel's about fitness, but it's also kind of like rough to be buff. It's kind of silly. Yeah. So that's what I went with. That's good. That's I like it. It's yeah. Cool. It, it is. It definitely is. It catchy. is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long ago did you start your, your channel? My channel? Yeah. Um, it's been about two years, two and a half years. Oh, Yeah, okay. or, or so. I'm, um, like I said, I put it off probably for like six years. I was just like afraid to start it. Because I thought, I just afraid, normal fear stuff, you know, I was like afraid people would think I didn't, I would oh, yeah. make excuses like I didn't have a camera or I didn't have the right equipment yeah. or I don't have time, but then I wanted to yeah. start doing things that I have, I have this quote that I live by, it's called live your vision. And there's this vision we all have in our brain of like this person we want to be, you know, it's how we want to treat other people, how we want to be treated, what type of worker we want to be, what type of mom or parent we want to be. And then why aren't I living that? And what's stopping me from doing that? Mm -hmm. And that's what I started thinking is like, well, fuck it. This is my vision. If I want, if I always wanted a YouTube channel and it's completely possible do it. There's fucking millions of other people doing it. Like That's so true. You are your worst enemy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No. And fear can. And I still get ruled by fear with certain things. But it's like that was like one thing. I was like, I'm. I'm not gonna die and be like, oh, I never tried that. Because I could. And it's been fun. Yeah. That's great. It's super fun. It's. It's more of a hobby than anything. And there's no monetization involved. It's something. There's no idea to make money. It's. I do it because I really like to one share free knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun to engage with people across the world or. You know, it's it's just uh, it's fun. It's a good hobby. That's so cool. And I know you, like you're constantly putting out content too, because right. I see you always on Instagram, YouTube. How do you make time being a trainer, making content for YouTube and Instagram, and just how do you how are you always in that mindset? I think that's that? it's a mindset thing. Like you yeah. said, it's like I, it's a. This sounds so corny, but like it's ABC, always be creating. So I think to myself, like I I kind of been like, I keep telling myself that way, like always be creating, like not to only just stay relevant, but just because like to this is like my service to people. This is my mark. This is how I'm going to affect the world around me. Yeah. Yeah. And and if I continue to do this, the goal is if I continue to do this, let's say from two, two years ago when my channel started, if I do this for the next... 12 years or 20 years imagine what type of massive legacy that would be that's true you know what I mean people yeah. are like fuck this guy just really did it and I didn't really I don't really care how many subscribers I have I don't really care if people yeah. watch my vlogs all I care is is that someone does the people that do watch it like shit okay I took away something and now I got that I got that yeah and that's the goal you know so that's like kind of my mindset going into it is like if I can just get to one person that's all that really matters. That's if it was literally definitely. one follower, or one viewer, that's how something becomes successful. You're willing to do it for free and nobody watching. Yeah. You know, that's like, I think that's where success comes. And if I just keep creating, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. And then it makes me feel good. Yeah. It's like a yeah. self, it's like a self worth thing because everybody wants to feel needed or wanted. Yes. And like everybody has good skills. I want to make sure that I'm sharing those skills. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And that engagement, too, you get, I'm sure, like, from comments and... Oh, all kinds of shit. Nice comments, yeah. Nice comments, perverted comments, funny comments. (laughs) Yeah, we get weird comments. You get perverted comments? (laughs) What have you gotten? Uh, When we did... I did a massage gun review on my channel, and it has, like, it's my biggest... Oh, yeah, they sent you one, huh? This is a different company. So, 8th Away sent me one because they saw my Hypervolt video. Mm -hmm. My Hypervolt video has a quarter million views. So, it's got a grip of views. Wow, that's awesome. It's approaching 300,000. Nice. And when 300,000 people watch this, your vlog, 
and it's a massage gun review, so it's a vibrating massage gun. <laughs> so like every so every perverted creep on the internet's like, oh, I guess they're guess where they're using this. Oh god! You know, like and so you get all the like, oh, he should put it in her butt. Like, oh my god! Go through the comments on that shit because it's fucking know. gross. <laughs> it's gross. So, what are your professional goals you wish to achieve within the next five to ten years? Um, it could be anything. Yeah, I want to. Uh, continue growing my channel. I want to keep creating content. I want to keep training people. Uh, I, I flirted with the idea of opening a gym. It, it's, it's a huge responsibility. And um, I also like... Throw it uh, out in the universe. I, 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 I like... <laughs> the when you have a gym, though, like you're kind of tied to it. You yes. know, and it's it's a massive responsibility financially, okay. and I like having freedom of my schedule. But it's been... it's been I flirted with that idea. It's not out the window yet. Um, but it's something that I definitely... Would have to start small and and, and grow, you yeah. know. Um, beyond that, I want I need to start taking some more classes or something. Like even if it's video, personal growth, personal growth stuff. Gym. I feel like um, fuck, I haven't been to school. I take certification courses, but I haven't like sat down in a classroom. Oh my gosh! And like sit down and like learn. Yeah. I want to do something like that. Some personal growth stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I love personal growth. So what <laughs> do you see a lot of at the gym that is one of your biggest pet peeves? Um, probably, probably poor movement, but that's not on the person, but poor movement is like, I, I will, if this is your saying pet peeve. Okay. One of my biggest pet peeves is, oh, damn it. Like what's There's, something that irks you that you see and you're just like, no. Oh, uh, when someone's coaching someone when they shouldn't be like, oh. Like when someone's co- like when someone who doesn't have the right knowledge mm. and they're coaching someone wrong, gotcha. That kills me. I'll be like, it, it could be anybody. Shit, it could be another trainer. It could be a, a girlfriend teaching a girlfriend. It could be a boyfriend teaching a, a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Oh I, yes, yes, yes. If yes, I just yes. see, it, I'm like, it could be anybody that's being instructed by someone and it's garbage. It's not. It's not. No, good. this is wrong. Yeah. Like you're either progressing them too far, or it's too heavy. Or the movement is just wrong. Or their form's wrong. Yeah, and if, it's her. usually like a an, like it's it's a form thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, um, and you kind of sit there like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't like, don't don't think this is right. And I see other trainers, I see other trainers do it. Twenty four, see it within my own gym, and we all get lazy, we get tired sometimes, but it's not an excuse to be like, if it looks like garbage, fix it. Yeah. But some people aren't. Some people aren't. Trainers. Are you? one of those trainers that would approach somebody um if it's really that bad and it has to be the right time okay like i can't i can't be like hey like a random person i used to work with a guy i won't name names but years ago he used to go people and say hey you're doing that wrong oh no i'd be like the approach the approach the approach and people would be exactly that like who the fuck are you yeah Yeah. um that was it like so the right time yeah yeah i actually had a a friend one time we were working out and I guess her form was off and some girl came up to her and she's like or she came up to me and she's like your friend's form's off and I looked at her and I mean I'm not trying to judge anybody but she wasn't in shape herself so <laughs> for her to be telling her that, like us this I was just like girl you mind know, your business like, work on yourself yeah. <laughs> and like I like turned over and her form was off but the way she went about it it was just kind of like like you don't even care anymore yeah. you're not going to listen no. it's going to in yeah. one ear out the other it was just, just a little like, irritating like and, who the hell are you yeah <laughs> and so and then 
she was just one of those girls that talked chit chatted with everybody in the gym. Uh, so you yeah. know, you know those people uh, yeah. on the treadmill <laughs> with their phone, yeah. <laughs> or they're just like at the front desk. They didn't really the work out time. the whole fucking time. That was her. The they whole did like time. the foam roller, and yeah. like, <laughs> or they'll sit in the sauna for like two yeah, minutes, yeah. <laughs> drenched in sweat all, to get the sweat workout. Always posted up somewhere. <laughs> but going to our next question, what is your personal opinion on HIIT workouts and CrossFit versus like regular weightlifting in the gym? Do you personally think one is better than the other? Or um, I think that HIIT workouts are done too often. Um, a true HIIT workout shouldn't last more than 20 at most, 25 minutes. But a true HIIT workout is somewhere between 8, it could, excuse me, it could be 4 minutes to 20 minutes. Like true HIIT. Okay. If you do hit right consistently in rounds, and, and, it, and it should be really like hit is is like emptying your tank. Like if I were to put my foot on the pedal of my car and floor it, and then you break. And I think hit is also done wrong. Like there's not like a true hit. You need to literally like go all out. I mean, it could be 20 seconds, and you need to chill for like two minutes. People do 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off. They haven't recovered in order for their body to produce the same amount of work because the short, the respirator is too short. That's not like hit. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. There's different types of hit though yes, as well. Yes, like, yes. but I mean, but that's like when people are talking hit, like that's the truth. Yeah, it should be. It's there's there's I don't want people. There's going to be some people listening there and be like, oh, but yeah, there's, there's other ways to do hit. <laughs> but but I mean, that is true hit. It shouldn't last like, and you shouldn't be doing. Multiple hit workouts or like let's put the po- yeah. quotations on it. Like the, during the week, a hit, a good hit session, you shouldn't have to do another one for, I'd say seven to ten days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. people do hit like three days a week, yeah. and then they're like, like we talked about stress, they're causing too much stress, too much inflammation, they're, they're burning muscle. They're not in a state of growth; they're in a state of too much breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as CrossFit goes, I would say. It usually comes down to the programming and the coach. Yeah. CrossFit in itself is not bad. It's usually the, the programming or the coach. Whoever's writing that workout. And um, people get hurt and then they look like... Yeah, you can get hurt doing anything though too. True. Like CrossFit really has a really, really bad rap because it's high-intensity weightlifting. And weightlifting usually isn't for repetitions. Yeah. If you were to look at most strength and conditioning coaches, let's say that coach professional sports teams or Olympic athletes, if you were to look at most tradition, traditional CrossFit programming, it's kind of silly. Oh, okay. You, you don't really do Olympic weightlifting for high repetition. Yeah. It just isn't how Olympic weightlifting should be done. Yeah. And it's good to, like, know, like if you are going to go into those things, it's good to, like, know the proper form. Like, when Exa- Dylan first started doing mm-hmm. CrossFit, because he used to just do straight weightlifting mm-hmm. and, like, nothing else. And then when he went to CrossFit, he, before he even started, he was, like, researching everything the proper form like knowledge you know he likes to learn as well so i think that's what a lot of people need to do as when they're going to go into these different type of workouts is research it and build a foundation yeah dude like like, get the basics down olympic weightlifting or or like the like crossfit doing olympic weightlifting is basically like it's like the ferrari it's yeah. the most it's the most advanced form of lifting, yeah. and you're asking someone who maybe sits for 12 hours a day to come into a CrossFit class and like clean and jerk and snatch or do some um, some toes to bars like you got to you got to have a good coach man yeah. and to, to be able to be like okay this is where this person is and scale them properly. But what are things you live by? I know you told you gave us a quote you live by, but what are things that you live by and implement in your day to day to help keep you motivated to go to work and work out? 
and maintain that healthy lifestyle? Um, I, I think that people are looking to me for are looking to me for some sense of like motivation they're, they're, I it's my job to to do how much how, the best way I could put this is I need to make sure that I'm living as closely to what I'm preaching you know um, that's the biggest thing and that's also balance too people I drink beers mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. I, I go to raves every now and then I have fun but it's like I preach balance, you know, and I want to just make sure that I'm trying to be the best example I could possibly be. Yeah. I mean, because I got nieces and nephews. There are people, that, that's a lot, That that's more so than anything. There's people that look up to me, and that's, I need to make sure that we're keeping the blueprint yeah. together, you know what I mean? And they have, like, a good foundation and yeah. think, like, oh, he's doing that, but he's also, like, you know, he can have a beer. Yeah, yeah this it's, okay. it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. It's, gonna, it's okay. <laughs> so what's next for you? Oh man, what's next for me? I'm getting married in May, and then. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah, That's married. so awesome. May thirtieth. That's my oh, birthday. birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, That's I forgot my birthday. Oh, uh, May thirtieth. Good day. And then, <laughs> dude, that that's it. You know, we're plan- so we're planning great. this, and then what else is going on? That's so awesome. Congratulations. Exactly. I mean, that's thank you. I mean. That, that's really it. That's all that's going on. And Your focus. Yeah. You know. I'm, takes a lot to play. <laughs> yeah. It's, we're getting there, though. It's at my mom's house, so, like, it's not going to oh, be. Nice. We're, we're saving, I, we're saving some money. That's exactly what I want. Oh. I want a backyard wedding. I think yeah. they're the, the cutest. The, it's just. It's no one so has to leave sweet. right away. Yeah. I didn't like. I've been married before, and I didn't I didn't like it. I was like. Okay, your time's up 11, and people are like, all right, peace. Like, uh, I, my, my family, I like, I'm a social person. Like, yeah. I don't want people to feel rushed. Yeah. If you want to leave in the first two hours, leave. If you want to stay till it's fucking Tuesday. You want to spend the night? That's yeah. cool. What happens? That's, I, I just want it to be, uh, intimate. We, this is how we wanted to do it. My, my fiance is like, super so simple. Intimate. My fiance yeah. is a very simple person. She's like, when I first proposed her, I proposed her in Italy. It's on my vlog. Check it out. Um, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. I proposed her, and we were laying there, like, after I proposed her, we're like, all drunk off wine and Aww. she's like we should just get a taco truck and get married at your mom's house Aww. i'm having a taco man at my wedding that's, and we're oh, doing yeah. it we're doing a taco yeah. truck too we just did a food tasting but that's what we're doing so that's, that's awesome yeah. right. and those are the ones that people are going to remember yeah we yeah. do that was so much fun just close family mm-hmm. friends good time good food yep. and love yeah. you know not stressed yeah not stressed. you know weddings can are be expensive yeah they're just like yeah Getting a venue is like 10 grand, 12, 16 grand. Nothing. Like, I'll put that into our home. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. Yeah. But, um, so where can our listeners find you at? Yes. Rough to be buff TV. That's one word. And it's spelled like rough, not like rough, rough, like a dog. People look at my channel <laughs> oh. and they spell it R-U-F-F, like rough riders. <laughs> like what the... Don't you know how to spell rough? That's rough so to be buff TV, one word. And then it's the same thing on Instagram. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this thanks, was yeah. like appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate you really guys. Appreciate you. <laughs> cool, it's been this fun. was so great. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. Place. Let's jump into what's popping this week, where we talk about anything and everything from TV to music to even talking about what goes on in this beautiful yet shitty world we all live in. And for my first topic today, y'all are gonna laugh. Okay, Floridians. Y'all are something else, okay? People from Florida. Well, you heard they're crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, it's from the Bronx and Florida are the craziest people. Oh, gosh. Well, Florida's taking the cake today, okay? Tell me what happened. Because a Florida couple attempted to have sex 
wait for it in a cop car what how a cop car like while handcuffed okay. I, I, okay what how they were arrested is hilarious to begin with they were driving they got a DUI for riding their bicycles drunk <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, like, I knew that's a thing, but, like... No, yeah. Really? <laughs> You're riding your bicycle? So, okay, so and first, they were... They were drunk. They were fucked up. up. They were riding their bicycles. They got a DUI. And then they both got handcuffed in the back of a cop car. And apparently, that was, like, an aphrodisiac to them. Because they were, like, getting it on. So, okay... They got hung. How do you pull your That's pants? That's what I said. How do you? I was like, they weren't having full on sex, but no. A quote from the from the officer that pulled them over said they took off their clothes somehow with their hands behind their back. Which you know, I kind of give props to that because that's a skill. Yeah. Okay. No, it definitely is. That is a skill. I, not money. I'm trying not to think. Hands. I'm trying to think right now how the fuck I would I have do my that. hands behind my back right now, and I'm like, yeah. nope, sorry, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting this. <laughs> but yeah, he said they took off their clothes and started to have sex. What and they the were just heck? getting on in the back of a cop car. And where is this? Oh, Florida. And, uh, girl. It's out of the Bronx of course. Before. Of course. It would be. It's such a random story, but I thought that was so funny. That really is. <laughs> what about you? Um, this story I have is a, about a six-year-old boy um, from Georgia by the name of Blake. Blake wore a shirt on the first day of school that says, I will be your friend. Aww. I thought it was the cutest That's thing sweet. ever. His mother took to Facebook to share the backstory. And this is uh, what her post on Facebook said. I have to brag about my son. I told him that as a back-to-school gift, I will make him any t-shirt he would like. It could have anything. A basketball theme, football, soccer, whatever he would like. Which are all of his favorites. He thought a while and said, Will you please make me a t-shirt that says, I will be your friend for all of the kids who need a friend to know that I am here for them. Oh my god. It was such a cute story. I was like, I need to share this. It was so adorable. A six year old kid. Like I'm telling you. The world needs that. In a shitty world that we live in, we need more nice people. We need nice people like that. But onto a something for you nineties babies out there. Okay. I'm sure you've seen all over Twitter, hashtag Free Britney. I don't have Twitter, remember? Oh, okay. So, no, so I have So, for those of you that don't... That Please are, explain. That are lame like Karina. Okay, okay whatever. <laughs> Twitter's the greatest app. Anyways, so there's a hashtag trending called Free Britney, which it, it's actually been Britney going on... Britney Spears? Britney Spears. I'm sorry. Yeah, Britney Spears. That's why. Oh. Like, for you 90s babies. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just, this has been going on forever. But what? this is like a... Re- yeah, I've heard of... I've gone through the Britney YouTube rabbit hole of like the conspiracy theories. I've never even heard So this. since her breakdown in 2007, 2008, remember when she shaved off all her hair? Oh, yeah. And all, or all her hair and stuff. Also, do you know how old she was at that that time? No, but I know she had... I saw a meme. Kevin Federline. I saw a meme and it said... I'm not quite sure how old she, I think she was in between 21 and 25. Okay. When she did that. That and makes it said, sense. makes sense <laughs> oh, why she did it. <laughs> and I mean, like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so since her breakdown in 2007, she has been on a quarter-proof conservation, uh, conservatorship that gives her father authority over her finances and many personal decisions. And for those of you that don't know what a conservatorship is, it's, a, it's a legal concept in the United States where a guardian or a protector is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs 
and or daily life of another due to physical or mental limitations or old age. So pretty much because of her breakdown, her father has complete charge of her money and what she does and pretty much tells her what she can and cannot do at the, at the age of 37. So it's... At that age, her dad's still telling her and has control, uh, complete control of her money. Oh so my it's goodness. crazy. I have no clue about this. About yeah, and it's, and I she, mean, she's still, she's performing in Vegas, right? Oh yeah, she has a residency in Vegas. Yeah. So her fans held a Free Britney rally in LA to show her support, and they have like, like signs and billboards like Free Britney, Free Britney, and they just want her freedom return and to have control over her own money and well being. It's insane. Yeah, so um, shout out to you, Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, girl, I've always loved you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oops, I, I did it again. <laughs> I played with your heart. Do you remember when, when, when that album came out? The Oops, I did Dude, it again. the red outfit, had, the slick hair. That's t- Yes, yes. Dude. And then you had it at your house and we would do the videos. Dancing, trying to do the same choreography. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. You had the CD before me. I was so mad. I'm sorry, dude. I know. It's okay. I apologize. It's <laughs> But yeah, so for this next story, have you seen those scooters on the street? Yeah. Where you can, like, rent them? Yeah, yeah. People are just, like... Yeah, you kind of... You download an app, and then you kind of... Oh, yeah, and, like, unlocks it. Yes, it unlocks mm-hmm. it and everything. Well... I've never done that, though. Yeah, so y'all may want to be careful <laughs> riding those, okay? People be dying in them streets. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Apparently, a man in Denver is now facing a driving under the influence oh, charge. Oh, why? got a GUI <laughs> on a damn scooter. I'll drive on the bicycle. You got a DUI on the damn fucking scooter. Wait, but that's not all. Let me tell you. Um, He is now facing a driving under the influence charge after striking a police officer. No. Who was directing traffic. (laughs) While the person was driving the scooter, he wanted to miss... The officer? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously by then it was too late because he hit him. Yes. But um, <sighs> after he wanted to turn, you know, after it hit him, like, holy shit. And he shit, realized I just hit a police I officer. I just hit a police yeah. officer. He turned and crashed into a regular car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What an idiot. Yeah, so. Hopefully it wasn't drunk off White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Alex. <laughs> But yeah, so you guys might want to, uh, you know, maybe um, just don't, don't drink and drive. Don't drink and uh, or scooter. scooter. Don't drink and scooter. Don't drink and scooter. Don't, don't drive while bicycle. you're intoxicated on the scooter. You know, uh, be safe That's out what there. Ubers and lifts are for you guys. Exactly. Yeah. Come on now, we're in the 21st century. Like, yeah. let's get with it here. And for those of you that are like, oh, I don't want to spend the money on Uber. Yeah, you also don't want to spend sixty thousand dollars on a fucking DUI. Not charge, even. Okay? That's just like, yeah. I mean, so be safe out there, you know? Don't drive the scooters intoxicated. Yeah. Those things go pretty fast. I've actually been on one before. You have? I have. Is that your birthday? No, it isn't actually. (laughs) But that story is not to be told on this podcast. (laughs) But yeah. We'll do that again. (laughs) No, never going to happen. But yeah, so another story I have for you guys is, have you guys ever, have you, okay, for you 90s babies, because I would say they would be the ones to know. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever heard of Girlfriends? Hell 
Yes. Okay. Of course. That was my show growing Dude, up. Remember when I was on UPN yeah, 13? Girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> so I'm so grown watching that. I was and like, then I found out that was uh, Diana Ross's daughter. Yeah. Like, that's oh when God. I. Yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, well, anyways. Um, 11 years after the end of their sitcom, the women from Girlfriends are they back. They just ended. Didn't give us closure or anything. Nothing at all. Just- so they're finally back together. I know. I've seen that reunion photo and video. So the cast will appear in the upcoming episode of Blackish, if you guys don't know. <gasps> have you heard? Have Yo, you, yeah. You've seen that show? Blackish, yeah. Grownish. With- you actually got me into Grownish, which is such a good show. Yeah, it's, I think it's a spinoff. It's a spinoff yeah, from Blackish, right? The daughter? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Blackish is with Tracy Alice Ross, um, who actually plays Rainbow, which Tracy Alice Ross was also in Girlfriend. Yep, that was like her first gig, I believe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, that was the first time I ever me too. seen her, honestly. Seen her. So apparently, this episode is going to be airing October 8th. I cannot wait. It's going to be on the sixth season of Blackish, which premieres September 24th at 9.30 p.m. on NBC. ABC. On ABC. (laughs) (laughs) You're so serious. On NBC. On ABC. (laughs) Okay, going to our next trending topic. If you guys have not seen this show on Netflix, you are welcome for what I'm about to give you. It is a show. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie called Chef. Nope. It, uh, Never even oh heard of it. <laughs> Use. Um, dude, I don't watch anything. Girl, that's such a good movie. It's the Wait, guy. It's a movie? Yes. Okay, I have to. I'm leading you into it. Okay, okay. So, the movie The she- uh, Chef, you've seen Iron Man, obviously, right? Yes, actually. I, like, <laughs> I actually have. I quit this. No, I actually, I actually okay. have. Well, watched. his bodyguard, Happy, in Iron Man, John Farva, he's. Dude, if you only knew. He directed the new Lion King movie. He directed Jungle Book. He's, oh, he's a background he's guy. Good. He directed some of the Iron Man movies. He's he's huge. But he's, What's his name again? Uh, John Farva. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. So from that movie, he made this show on Netflix. It's called The Chef Show. And it's amazing. His co-host, Roy Choi, who was his like um, mentor for the movie... He, and he also owns a, f- a food truck called uh, Koji. It's Koji Barbecue Taco. Oh, I've heard of it. Koji, yeah. He yeah. has them in LA. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And he was in the movie Chef as well. It was at the very end. You can see like the cameo of the truck is like right in the middle. It's oh, awesome. Okay. So he's his co-host and he's a dope dude. He has like tattoos. He cusses on the show. They have like famous people Wait, on John there. Farvo? No, no, Roy Choi. Oh, Roy Choi. Yes, yes, the co- the owner of Koji. Oh, okay. And um, they brought like the cast of Avengers on there. Um, they have yeah. But Seth, what do they do? Like, what? Co- it's a cooking show. What What's the concept? Like, what do the people they bring on the show do? Okay, so they'll bring like the first episode or the first season was mainly talking about a lot of the food that uh, people were like that was trending from the movie like the way he made the spaghetti a certain way or the pasta I'm sorry for Scarlett Johansson in the movie like everyone was raving about that that was like a trending scene but their editing style is so dope like they you know like the Tim Burton movies like um, Nightmare Before Christmas Corpse Bride you know like the claymation Mm -hmm. so it'll be like a scene of them cooking and they'll be like okay like we're gonna make this today and then the next edit clip is like the the truck from the movie and but it's in claymation and then it's such a dope 
idea and they have the food like pop up. It's all claymation. And it, they name off what they're using, all the ingredients. It's all individual in, in their original form. And then it mixes it together, still in claymation, and shows the final product. And mm-hmm. it's the name of the food. It's so cool. I'd have to see this. You have to see it. Um, I'm describing it pretty well, but you have to see it's such a good show. And, like, the conversations they have, it's just natural. They brought Seth Rogen. He started the new season. So funny. Nice. But, yeah, that's one of my, hands down, became one of my favorite cooking shows. Mm -hmm. The Chef Show on Netflix. Check that out if you're interested. Season 2 just aired, so it's Oh, it's on season 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Cool. And then my next one, I actually just seen this for you American Horror Story fans. Oh, I'm such a huge fan, but I haven't seen it yet. Mm. It, I haven't seen any episodes. I have not okay. seen it. Okay, okay. For you guys that don't I know. I don't even know what it's about. I don't know anything. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away. Okay, good. The new season's called 1984. But the theme of it so far, that's what I've gotten, is that it's an 80s, 90s slasher horror movie. Oh, okay. It's a joke. That's cool. Yeah, when I seen that. Perfect timing for Halloween. Yes, yes, yes. And I watched it last night. and Or not last night, Wednesday, I'm sorry. And it was interesting. I feel like. First episode. I, yes, no. I feel like when it comes to Horror Story, you can't really just watch the first episode. Oh, no, not From the season. You, you have, have to give it at least four episodes. Yeah, at, at least three to four because, yeah. you know, you have to let the story build up and kind of see what the fuck is going on. Especially because it's so weird. Oh, yeah. The first time I seen it, I was like so intrigued. And I was like, why? This is so uncomfortable. This is so weird. But I want to watch more. Yeah. Like, that's exactly how you explain American That's Horror how, Story. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's it really so is. good. But it airs every Wednesday on FX, 8, 10 p.m. Central. There's a Pacific time. For those of you that want to check it out. AHS 1984. That's yep. the new season. Yeah, if, if, if you guys like something that fucks with your head, this yeah. is definitely the show to check out. But also another show is, it's on YouTube. I don't know if y'all heard. It's called Hot Ones. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite YouTube shows. Oh my God, this is one of the greatest YouTube shows ever. It really is. hosted by Sean Evans, who by far has become one of the best interviewers, in my opinion. He does his like actual research and gets these most in-depth questions for these. Like you have seriously not one episode where one person doesn't say, "Damn, that's a good question." Yeah, no, and, that's and awesome. a lot of people also they they're like surprised on how much research is done about the, them. The logic episode, he was he's like, like, "Dude, I fucking appreciate you." Yeah, because nobody that. knows that shit. Yeah, and <laughs> he's like, so cool. he'll like get the most randomest facts about the, their life, the person that they're interviewing. Yeah, and it's just yeah. He really yeah, does. It's, he's awesome. And the most recent one that he just uh, po- that they just posted is with Shia LaBeouf. Okay, I was my future baby daddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I was so excited when I seen that, and he did not disappoint. That episode was awesome. Okay, if you we won't spoil nothing. No, no, no. But no, all we'll say is I look really sad right now. <laughs> if you guys see it, you'll get it. But my all time favorite, I have to pick is either the Keen Pill episode or the Bobby Lee episode. Those are, like, my top two. Bobby Lee, for sure. He was just... He was hilarious. hilarious. He was awesome. Yeah. Definitely a good show to check out. It's on YouTube. Yeah. And it's called... It's First We Feast Presents. First We Feast Hot Presents. Ones. And then Hot Ones. Yeah. yeah. The Kevin Hart ones are hilarious, too. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, jumping into the music segment mm-hmm. i have a couple of cool jams for you guys as per usual as per usual <laughs> um 
My first song I have for you guys is by Ari Lennox. It's called Whipped Cream. If you guys don't know who Ari Lennox is, she is a singer-songwriter from Washington, D.C. She is actually the first woman to be signed with J. Cole's record label. Hey, Cole World. So yeah, if you guys want to check her out, um, this song will appear on her debut album called Shave Butter Baby, which was released on May 7th of this year. She's dope. She really She's is. Super. She has a very unique voice. I want to say she kind of resembles Erica Badu in a way. Yeah, I agree. The next song I have for you guys is called Won't Be Late, featuring Drake. Hey, Champagne Poppy. Champagne Poppy. <laughs> My future daddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Girl, I know this everyone like on this episode. I know. Shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. I'm gonna remember. It's okay. You dream big. <laughs> I, I am. Shit. Okay. Hey, when you guys see me with that famous baby daddy, don't be hating. Don't be like, remember me? <laughs> remember on the podcast when I said this? Remember I told you to manifesting dream big? that shit? Okay. <laughs> Bringing it back to the secret. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. So this next song is called "Won't Be Late" by Swaley. He just came out with it um, a couple days ago. Um, if you guys want to check it out, um, that's also a good one. Yes. You could listen. Yes, yes, yes. Another track we have is by Gangstar <laughs> featuring J. Cole. Cole It's called Family and Loyalty. Such a good song. It is really good. Gangstar making their comeback, uh, you know. I and mean, they're just, they're just great. Yeah, and for those of you that don't know who Gangstar is, Gangstar was a... Is an American hip hop duo that originated in Brooklyn, New York, yep, yep. and it consists of MC Guru and DJ Premier. Uh, some of their top hits that people may know are Master Pill, Take a Personal, and Above the Clouds. Yeah. Um, if you guys um, have some time or are fans of Gangstar and J Cole, download download that ASAP. It's yep. a good track. Um, Gangstar making a comeback finally. It's been a couple of years. The, the game needs it. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> Seriously. Um, in this uh, era that we live in, in with this shitty rainbow um, tattoo, mumbling, snitching ass niggas' faces. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we need a Gangstar to come yeah. back. We need real hip hop, okay? <laughs> so, as you know, or if you don't already know, we have a portion in this podcast where listeners can send us anything to help promote or support the local businesses. Even raise awareness to anything that is going on to help support the community. Feel free to send us an email at two girls one mic p at gmail.com, including a brief description on what it is you would like us to shout out or promote and why. So don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, comment, and feel free to write us in on any specific topics you would like us to talk about. Or if you'd like to come on and have a friendly conversation, we're down with that too. Any feedback, good or bad, is always welcomed, of course. No mean people. I mean, being nice isn't that fucking hard, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. come on now. Just don't be shitty. Yeah, just don't be a shitty person. You know, nobody likes a fucking shitty person, you Seriously. know? Seriously. And, you know, shout out to our guest today, Kyle, a.k.a. Rough to be buff Seriously. on all platforms, hey, IG, YouTube. We appreciate you. It was you. such a pleasure having you it on. It really was. Great conversation, information, knowledge is power. It was awesome. So, another shout-out is an upcoming guest we have, the Mobile Sculptor. That's her handle on Instagram. She is a certified body sculptor, and her client's results have been amazing. Okay? Yeah. I've been seeing them. I've I know, me too. Eye. Honestly, I'm interested, but um, I have so I, many questions. Oh yeah, but that's for another episode, because I'm sure you guys are like, wait, body sculptor? What is that? I'm not going to give you her name yet. It's we'll not surgery. Her. No, no, no. It's not surgery. No, it's 
It's dope. So it's it very. Is. We'll have all the information in the next episode. Yeah, and we'll have our beautiful, lovely guests on soon. Um, and so, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter, Two Girls One Mike P. On Instagram, we are Two Girls One Mike Podcast. On SoundCloud, uh, we're at soundcloud.com slash T-G-O-M podcast. Or you can just simply search two girls, comma, one mic, period. Yes, and we're on Spotify as well, two girls, comma, one mic, period. Apple, we're still pending. They're trying us, you guys. They really are, They're holding your girls down. Seriously, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) But we'll be on there soon, hopefully. exactly. (laughs) So as you guys know, we end the podcast with the quote of the week. The reason why I chose this quote is I felt it related well with this week's topics because we as millennials are constantly in our minds with self-doubt and criticism. And sometimes we need to remind ourselves that any goal we want needs to start with a positive mindset and our body will follow. So this week's quote is by Anonymous and goes, your only limit is your mind. So yeah, so remember to try and stay positive today. Yeah, and you honestly are... Your own personal enemy. Yep. You are stopping you from doing whatever it is you're thinking about doing. Yep. So just go ahead and fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Thank you once again for tuning in this week's episode. We hope you guys learned or got some great tips to help you on your fitness journey. Have a good one. Stay blessed. Hello. Okay. Do you want to get food after? Yes. Okay. Okay. So this week... Want me to get another beer prepared? <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm good. I, I, I just, I'm okay. good now. That's not what I was implying. I'm okay. <laughs> He's I'm like, like, are you sure? Because it looks like you're almost done. <laughs> okay, let's do okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> twist, twist my yeah, arm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>